Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry, feathered, or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Welcome, true believers, to episode 41 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. When I'm not watching the Avengers Endgame trailer for the 50th time, I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton. <laughs> and I'm joined by the man who is considering taking a leaf out of Justin Bieber's playbook and taking a break from recording and embarking on a season of enlightenment. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lucas, how uh, Lu- <laughs> <laughs> Mate, have another sip of your beer, Robbie. Uh, how strong is that beer? Yeah, go listeners, this is Dr. Lucas Kirkham. Lucas Kirkham. Kirkman. That, that was a seamless intro, mate. That's beautiful. 41 times I've been doing this <laughs> and I haven't screwed up your name once. It's great to know that we're all fallible. Oh, we're, all, we're all fallible. My goodness, what a <laughs> load of rubbish. No, that was a good one, mate. Lucas, well, funny you should say taking a break, mate. Yeah. Is I got a uh, a voicemail during the week. Right. And and look, it uh, looks like uh, I might have to take an enforced break from the... From the podcast, mate. Really? I brought this up, so this is this is news to you. Oh, an on-air production meeting. Yeah, well, unfortunately, mate, it's more likely it might be a bit of a, a trip to the big house. Really? Yeah, so I'll just let's see if we can get this recording that uh, that I got on my phone. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we can... Uh, are we on speaker? I repeat to 
Earlier today, we recorded that awesome interview with Clint. Yeah, so we played last week. How good was that? Yeah, yeah it went really, really well. So, so just uh, I think a beer is really what I need at the, during the, this podcast. Just late, to help to bring you back down. Saturday afternoon. Just yeah. let, let things get just a little bit loose. This yeah, one, absolutely. I it's the way we roll. I reckon, mate. So what's been happening with you this week? Um, So, uh, gee whiz, so I had to work today. And so being a, a, a typical sort of Saturday was a little bit, uh, a, a little bit busy, a little bit crazy, you know. Just, just busy on as far as uh, you know, as we were talking about a couple of weeks ago with our, our pre-Christmas podcast, people getting their dogs vaccinated before yes. they go away and making sure we've got medications and all so that sort of stuff. So they've taken it on board, mate. Taking it on board. Hear. Yeah, good people are listening. This How is good is that? Really, the three people are listening that came in to see Robbie Tay. Thank you. You're fantastic. Thank Th- you very much. Thank you for coming in today. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's we little... appreciate it. Yes, <laughs> when you get a chance. Hey, gee, was that, that was um. Oh, now now I've got a brain fart. Um, I mean, he's only been one of the uh, best scientific minds in our uh, you know, of any generation. Stephen Hawking. Yeah, Stephen yes. Hawking was trying to extort you back from the from dead. The dead from the dead. Oh my goodness! I wonder if he wants it in iTunes vouchers. Because that's how they do <laughs> all the extortions. <laughs> Is it days. iTunes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, you know, the ATO, when they ring you up and they're trying to extort money out of you, they want it in iTunes vouchers, pretty Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, yeah. Because, you know, you don't, you know there's, there's only a certain number of uh, credits you can get on on uh, on Angry Birds or Candy <laughs> Crush. <laughs> <laughs> How am I ever going to get to that next, uh, you know, that that next level on Candy Crush? How am I going to get that great sword? Yeah, right. Exactly. Yep. Fortnite. Fortnite probably needs Fortnite needs, needs well. iTunes vouchers. All those ones. Oh, all those things. I'm, 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 I'm way too old for Fortnite. I don't get Fortnite. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kids into it. No. That would be long. No, it won't no. be long, mate. Won't be long, you reckon? Yeah. Um, so one thing I did want to bring up was, you know, well, that great story I was telling two weeks ago about the bird that flew through the window. <laughs> no, right. mate. I, no. Don't so know. driving down story? the road. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I actually remembered what the bird story I actually wanted to put on was. Right. Right. Yes. So we were out having a barbecue, right, out yeah, in You've told this one too. No, you haven't. I've only got you Don't have me again. So I thought... <laughs> Wang so on your body. Keep brain. going. So, um, so we're out at uh, out in the bush having a, um, a sausage sizzle with some other families, and um, there's uh, all these kookaburras hanging around. Mm. And so little Ruben's walking around with his, um, well, not literally huge now, but walking around with his um, with his sausage and bread. Literally, kookaburra comes flying down, takes the sausage mid flight, flies up into the tree, and then Ruben's sitting there with his little bit of bread, little bit of sauce smeared on the bread. <laughs> Looking despondent up there is his kookaburra sitting there eating the, eating the sausage. No way. Yeah. That's, that's insane. Was the only question I've got there, mate, the, the onions, were they on the top of the sausage or on the bottom? Well, because it was a kid one, there's no no, no onions no on there. No onion at all, right. But, but, uh, but we, we were alluding with um, with Clint la- after we finished recording last week about this, uh, the onions being on top or yeah. below. What was his take on it? Where was the... Uh, where does he prefer to have the onions? Oh, I don't. Th- I don't think he minds. But we might have to say, you know, we're talking about doing a, a bit of a, an open an, an open air broadcast, weren't we, mate? No, and, B, yeah, and, and having Clint uh, cooking cooking the snacks. Well, it's, it's, again, as, as an on air broadcast, uh, on air production meeting, well, we might as well mention it. We've been talking this week. We're at episode forty one now, yeah. And we think about whether or not we or try even forty two. As it says on the running sheet, did you? Crap, I did the intro was forty one. Oh. Can we? Can we just go back ten minutes and redo it all? <laughs> hey, tell you what, have, have you got any stories about birds flying yeah, birds through, flying windows, through or windows or anything at all? Far out. You we know, are I, on fire, mate. Cannot believe that I've managed to screw that. Anyway, welcome to episode forty two of the Two Vets <laughs> Talk. But so in eight episodes time, we're going to be hitting our fiftieth episode, and we were playing with the idea of trying to do an outside broadcast. Yeah. Are, you, are you planning on? Uh, will Lewis be there or Lucas? Who's, who's, who's turning up? Mate, to be honest you know if, any, if anybody turns up that'd be great you that's know true. otherwise so, it's going to be you me and clint you know well that's good we'll have a good meal that'd be great yeah, yeah. and our wives and our kids maybe, maybe. yeah yeah if the maybe. kids haven't no. run across the park to go and have a play yeah that'd be all right it wouldn't be bad having the kids well that's eight people already but if we hadn't a pub then yeah. we wouldn't have kids would we have kids wouldn't have kids they could play at the pokies and we could just be in the in the, in the other room Doing do, do the way that you were saying about how you get the uh, the, the the drinks into your school school concerts, you know. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, no idea what you're no, talking no about. No, no. Just, just if anyone's listening that works at the uh, at the Palais Security, don't, please don't check my uh, kids' water bottles when I'm going in there for the kids' concert your, next your year. Coffee thermos. The coffee thermos. Yeah, yeah. I've never drunk coffee in my life, but all of a sudden I'm gardening a it like big it's last full. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, my um, goodness. So, how about you, mate? What have you been up to? Uh, look, not much apart from today. I can't get my head around. It's been such a hectic day. Yeah. But, um, uh, look, I guess move on to onto the, the sponsors for Why the show. Not? So, so what, what could have you done today, mate, to try and help to ease your calm? You know, could it, anything you could have done to help to relax you, Lewis? Is there anything that you could have taken to try and... Bring you a, a greater sense of ease. Yeah, probably a couple of beers. I think. Couple of beers. Yeah. <laughs> Any, uh, anything else, mate? How oh, about I know where you're going. Dog? How about if you're a uh, dog? If I was what could a you dog? do? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Zilkeen. 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 Are you going to be away? Zilkeen would help with my anxieties and stress today. Yes. So the big sponsor of the, the podcast, uh, it's um, the milk uh, it's a supplement uh, yep. product. So you can get it over the counter, give it to your dog or the cat for mild anxi- anxieties and phobias. Yep. Um, which really important here in Melbourne at the moment. We've got storms coming out the wazoo as I look yeah. out the window and it's beautiful sunshine after it rained 35 millimetres. Exactly. Know, in, exactly. In no the, floods, the floods and everything we had. And yeah. uh, But but uh, obviously we're talking about fireworks a little bit later on in yes. the show. So listen up. Listen up, yeah, yes. Uh, stay tuned. And I'm going to mention it a little bit too for the other things that I've been seeing this week as well. Um, but also, we want to thank Prime 100, the uh, the uh, s- uh, specific protein diets for dogs and cats. Yes. Um, so, and they've got dry food as well as single protein treats as well. Now, for cats, they've got a range of uh, innovative, highly palatable diets that can assist with low uh, low to acute food allergies or sensitivities. Yeah, nice. And for adult dogs and puppies, it's a rich single source of protein which can assist dogs with food sensitivities. Given that there's dry food as well as wet food there and the treats, there is a massive range of food for dogs and cats that that uh, could do with a little bit of a dietary manipulation. Yeah, that's right. And and uh, our um, uh, the specialist Glint we had on last week, big wrap for big it, fan, big big wrap for it. So it could, couldn't have been better, mate. So it just worked in seamlessly. I Absolutely, reckon. Absolutely, yeah. He, he's obviously a big fan of them, but he didn't know about the pea and hemp oil. No, we didn't grill him. No, we no, we should have. We, we ran out of time. We ran out of time. That was our longest podcast ever. That ever. one. Yeah, I hope your dad doesn't listen to that one. He's going to reckon that one's going to go for a little bit too long. I yeah. reckon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. Oh, they're a little bit long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your dad to listen to the second episode forty one, not the not the first episode forty one. Yeah. Oh, this one. This episode, one. Yes, episode yeah, yeah. forty one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, and also speaking of our, our, our good mate Clint, we'd like to uh, thank our Insight Mobile Vet Diagnostics, uh, run by Dr. Clint Udelman, who's a mobile specialist service around Melbourne and the Mornington and Bellring Peninsulas and Bendigo. Yeah. Heading out to the regional centres as well does Dr. Udelman. He comes to your vet's clinic and does in-house specialist ultrasound and endoscopy and diagnostics. For more information, check out his website at www.insightmvd.com.au or check for him on Facebook. But the links for all of our sponsors are all there in our show notes. So if you want more information on those guys, uh, go and uh, click on the links and go and check them out. But if you want more info on what Clint does, listen up to last week's episode, episode 41. Yes. Not this episode 41, but last week's episode 41. The actual episode 41. with Dr. Lewis Kirkamon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Kirkamon, is that that thing with uh, that that, that, that little yellow toy there, the little Pokemon guy? Uh, No, isn't isn't it? Kirkamon, isn't that the map? Thing that the the teaching math thing. Oh, for the Kumon. Oh, Kumon. Kumon. Yeah, <laughs> I did Kumon when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. yeah. Mum, that mum, explains it. Well, well, your mum used to take me to Kumon. I used to like like a lot of my schoolwork. I just wait until the last day, sit down and try and do like the three weeks worth, and then go in there and say, Oh yeah, no, I've been doing them every night like I'm supposed to. <laughs> Were you one of those crammers, where you mate, when you're studying? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mate, mate, there was comic books to read and you know cricket to be played and all that sort of stuff. Right. You know? Yeah. You know, but uh, but yeah, yeah. Usually tried to play. That's that's usually why I'm up until 11 o'clock on a Thursday night putting on the uh, trying to come up with splicing together the photos and go Lewis send me through the picture of me wearing the sand hat and all that sort of stuff you know Fair enough. It's good. We work the same hours, though, mate. So yeah. we're in touch at the same time. We always guarantee you get onto each other about midnight, can't we? Yeah, Just I Thursday know. night, midnight, yeah. <laughs> right before we drop the pod. So, and we've also got a new uh, new Patreon supporter, Absolutely, mate. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so any listeners that want to help us support the podcast, you can check us out at patreon.com. Search for Two Vets Talk Pets, like Tracy Roberts did. So, Tracy, thank you very, very much for your support. Um, I actually uh, loaded Tracy up with her uh, sticker the other day. She came in to the console came in and saw me and said here you go tracy here's a uh, here's a sticker she said that uh she said that she enjoys it so she reckons you're great mate oh really yeah oh, that's that's fantastic so thank you very much tracy for uh for saying that to me to say to lewis yeah that's really and nice it took no prompting at all trace yeah you know? i don't believe that at all <laughs> <laughs> you'll set me up 
Oh, well, well, no, no, she said she said she enjoys the um the, the the banter that we have between us. She says it sounds like the two of you are just having a whole lot of fun, and we are having well, fun. Well, we are having fun, yeah. especially on the second podcast yeah. of the day where we're sitting there and having a beer too. You know, the second time we're recording episode forty-one. <laughs> Certainly are. Yeah, you are recording this, aren't you? We don't have to go back oh, and do it. Take it from the top. I hope we are. Let me just check. Yep, we're hey, recording. Oh, good. We're, hot, we're live. Yep, yep. So, oh, thank you very much, Tracy. Really appreciate your support. And anyone else who wants to support us, and uh, you know, just throw in a few bucks to help us uh, keep us going and 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 keep supporting us. Check us out on Patreon Com. Because we got a, we got a stack of uh, a stack of uh, you know, oh, stickers yeah. in here in the box, guys. Yes. Because we're recording this on, uh, on on the on the camera as well, so we'll load that up on YouTube. So if you guys want to see what's on the envelope, subscribe to us on on Patreon, and uh, you'll see what's in the envelope. Exactly, and and go and check us out on YouTube. I'm not sure what our address on YouTube is, but just two search vets. Two Vets Talk Pets. Yeah, that, it will, you we'll can watch there. me hobbling up the first baseline. <laughs> you can uh, look at the platypus in the water, right, and I think we nice. got one of the just the audio of one of our first episodes on there too. But we also have the uh, Last week's episode with uh, with Clint yep. Udelman as well. Yep. We'll try and upload that, mate. Alrighty, what's been happening this week for you, mate? So, what I wanted to bring up with you is, um, at, you know, we were talking a few uh, pods ago about whether or not you can actually switch off the, the, the behaviour side of your brain in order to enjoy YouTube videos. Yep. You know, and, um, and one thing I wanted to show you is because uh, then there was Christina trying to uh, you know, give us a little bit of content for the, uh, for the pods. Thanks, uh, Christina. And she was uh, uh, talking about, have you ever seen the videos of cats and cucumbers? No. You, you haven't seen the cats no, and cucumber no. videos. Right. So um, have, a, have a look at this. So I'll yep. pop it on. Uh, we'll put the link to this uh, to this video on uh, uh, on our thing. On the so, socials. Yep. So here yep. we go. So if you pulled it up, yep. so it's got. Play it um, so uh, it, when you've all got it ready, you can watch it while you listen. We're going to play in three, oh, yeah. so two. Ca- oh, you, sorry. God, I'm upsetting yeah. your countdown. Three, two, one, play. We better describe it, hadn't we? Because yeah. some people won't have it. So it's just a cat there with a... Oh! So there's a cat that's suddenly seen a cucumber on the ground behind it. And in slow motion, it is doing cartwheels backwards. Right. Oh, okay. So there's lots of cats. Another cat... Whoa! Another cat Jumps out of the screen. Freaked out by just a cucumber lying next to it. Wow. Right. Is it just all? Is this all cucumbers, mate? Is, it, is this really? Is this? Uh, this, this is how we're going to fill up four minutes of the podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just watch it. Well, another one's freaked out. All right, have you got any more? Oh, there's another one. Hang on, there's, there's another, another one. one. Have you tried this at home? Um, we have actually, because it, 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 funny you mentioned it. After we, uh, Christine, showed me these videos, we'd actually just gone and gotten a cucumber, <laughs> and I went and sat it behind the cats. Was it frozen? No, was it frozen cucumber? Frozen. No. <laughs> no, just just a query. No, <laughs> left so field. Here we go. Another, another. Whoa! Oh, there whoa. we go. Are there any more? Any more cats? Uh, oh, uh, Three-hour video. Oh, that'll go that well. Another in the, four, the... Four, four minutes of, uh, of cats <laughs> jumping off a cucumber right. is, is a nice tortoise shell. We need to stop it after this one. Okay. Because well, I, I, I wonder I think what's going to happen. Uh, is it going to get a fright when it sees a cucumber? Let's have a look. This cat's staring at the wall. It could have neurological disease. Yeah, that cat's just... It it's knows it's there. Up. It knows it's there. It's that just, cat knows it's there. Okay, great. They've got yep. to put a cucumber behind me. There's yep. no way I want to... Uh, yep. oh, no, this, it's on super oh, slow-mo, this on one. Slow motion, right. Wow. Oh, whoa. It's there we go. Cucumber. So there we go. Oh, there's so another one. Do we want to watch that one too? The entire five minutes. <laughs> there, what, there is one of 12 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So um, so have you ever seen those videos of cats responding like that to cucumbers? And have you ever done that to Olive? No, I haven't done to Olive. No. Did you try it with your cats? I did. I did. Yeah, yes. And? I was, and? And absolutely nothing. Really? No, absolutely nothing. Put the cucumber down there. I don't know whether or not Did my... you do it quietly? Like sneak up? Didn't know it was absolutely, coming? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah? So I don't know. Like they were just a... You know, Sitting there, staring into space is what Melvin likes to do. And I snuck up and I put the cucumber down there on the ground. Absolutely nothing. No response whatsoever. Was it a Lebanese cucumber or was it... Does that matter, do you think, which which breed of cucumber it is? So that's an incredibly good question yeah, there. Yeah, you know, well, I'm not sure what... Uh, do you that, want to watch the next one and see? <laughs> that looks like a zucchini, that next one. That's a rip-off. That's, a, that's not a cucumber. Zucchini. Play that one. What goes on we, with the zucchini? We, we, so we've paused it at 1 minute and 28, and there's a ginger cat that's sitting there next to its, uh, its little water fountain, yeah. which is great. So that's going to help it stop it getting bladder problems. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. But uh, and, until then, it associates the fright that it gets from the cucumber <laughs> with, the, with its water bowl. That's not a cucumber, mate. That's a, that's a zucchini, that's that a zucchini. one. This is cats and, and, and objects shaped like cucumbers, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you reckon they get freaked out from? Do you reckon it's just anything? That somebody sneaks up and puts it yeah, next to them, and they yeah, go, right. "That wasn't there before." Hands surely, surely it could be a banana. 
You, you could get away with a banana. Anything. Maybe. Surely maybe, it could be anything. That's maybe just a some, Kent pumpkin. Maybe they've never seen a cucumber before and suddenly to appear next to them, they're just freaked out by it, I reckon. See, I was trying to work out whether or not it could have been like, you know, they worried that it's, have I just done a poo and I, I didn't realise it, you know? That's Is a, it a big green a, snake? Quite a big poo. I mean, that, that one's, that's you one of your giants. You'd, you'd feel that one backing out. That's that one's bit, as long as the cat itself. <laughs> That's a pretty hardy case of mega colon if you've been backing that baby out, especially if it's green like that, you know. <laughs> oh, um, I, I don't know. I, from a behaviour perspective, Oregon's just, just something new and weird. New and weird, yeah, yeah. yeah. That they just suddenly appears and they're just freaked out by it. Have you ever responded like that if somebody puts long and cylindrical and green next to your bum that you weren't expecting? You ever jump that high and fast? Wait, how much of that beer have you had? <laughs> What's the strength of this thing? Yeah, yeah. What are you trying to set me up with there? <laughs> well, it's interesting. So, um, and the other thing I was um thinking, because I was talking about with this uh, with Clint um, after we recorded last about week's podcast. About the cucumbers. About the cucumbers. Right, yeah, as you do, just bring yeah. it up. Yeah, well, he's a general chit chat. Well, he's a he's a culinary master. So, you know, <laughs> this is right in his wheelhouse. All right, okay. Yeah. Um, and I and I was saying to him about it, and he was telling me about um. Well, here I'll show you this picture. And so he showed me an X-ray that a mate of his sent. Hang him. on, where's this going? Yeah, no, no, no it's all right. All good. <laughs> all good. This is all good. I'm not going to tell you about the story that one of my friends was telling me about other X-rays that she sees in her workplace because that would be inappropriate. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> it's not. not that. Yeah. It's not. We're not that loose. That's on the Patreon. <laughs> um, and so so he's t- showing me this x-ray. So he said this was his uh, x-ray of, of a cat that his mate saw. The cat was running away from a tiger snake and it inhaled a stone and the stone went what? down and lodged in the cat's term at a distal trachea and then was blocking off its main stem bronchi. No way. Yeah. Running away from tiger? That's an amazing story. So if ever, if our listeners at home are going to be trying to uh, see whether or not their cats are going to respond this way to a cucumber... A, don't make it look like a tiger snake, and B, make sure there's no stones there because there is a chance your cat could inhale a stone. Don't do it on the gravel. Don't do it on the gravel. (laughs) How in the hell do you inhale a stone, Lewis? That's crazy. That is insane, isn't it? Wow. Has he got a video of that one? Because that would be good. That would be awesome. That would be better than looking at cats jumping away from cucumbers. For another five minutes. <laughs> or, or, all right, what do you got, mate? All right, mate. So I got got sent a some content from Nicola Redhouse. Big shout out to Nicola. Big, Hi, Nicola. Big uh, listener of the podcast. I think in between teachers' pet that she likes to listen to. Oh, nice one. Uh, it's entitled uh, "Vicious Blood Spitting Alpaca Attack." Hang, hang on, this isn't that other alpaca story you sent me. <laughs> no, I'm back to Leo. Nothing, no, Cleo. Still, still clear of that one. We're not talking about Cleo. Don't, don't Google that. No, everyone. no, don't. No, don't. not at all. But if you do, Cleo, C-L-E-O, <laughs> the alpaca. Had attack. Oh, gee whiz. Vicious blood-spitting alpaca attack had a Western Australian woman fearing for their lives before being saved by police. Oh. So the other week, mate, we had mammals, uh, you know, we had animals that can cause deaths. Yes. And, and I remember one of them was mammals other. Mammals other, yeah. Mammals other. Maybe it's the alpaca. A blood-spitting, blood-curdling yeah. alpaca, alpaca from Perth. Karen Struble. Thought her partner had found the perfect pet for their Western Australian hobby farm. Right. A tall, dark and handsome alpaca named Harry. But beneath his furry exterior, Harry was concealing a near uncontrollable rage. Oh, no. Now, (laughs) he had only been living in his new home in Mount Barker for just over a week when he snapped. He snapped. Trampling Karen into the ground. Oh, wow. And almost causing her mother to suffer a heart attack. Oh, gee whiz. (laughs) Mammal other. Next, next, uh, (laughs) mammal other. The women feared for their lives. It was only the quick actions of a neighbour and two local policemen that saved them from the aggressive animal. Or, as they've now titled him, Dirty Harry. <laughs> I didn't even see that coming. <laughs> if you're lucky, good. well, are you punk? Yeah. Well, there's more. Right. The animal showed his true colours almost, almost immediately, attacking Mrs. Struble on the day of his arrival. Because he looked so beautiful, we thought that spitting at us was part of his love for us. <laughs> no. Not I've generally. never had. I've never seen anyone spitting on anyone else as a version of loving them, not or sh- sign of affection. No, I had a client once that brought in a dog that that actually bit me. And I said, "You know, I think your dog just bit me." He goes, "Oh no, no, that's a love bite." So, well, wow, yeah, that hurt. It hurt. That yeah, love yeah. bite really hurt. 
Yeah, gee whiz. You know, I don't, don't know what he's been doing uh, watching the client and his wife. You know, that's a bit Ooh. of... You know, <laughs> oh, well, what's he learning, you know? Well, well, you think maybe the alpacas watched a little bit of... Well, maybe he's seen Cleo's uh, incident. But back away yeah, now. Right, move back, away from back that. Back away. Right. Yeah, yeah. After I'd welcomed him from the horse float, he was in the paddock and I was just leaving to walk to the gate. Yes. He came up behind me and bit me on the back. Oh, no. Luckily, I had a loose shirt on and he just grabbed my shirt. Miss Stribble turned towards the animal, who then bit her a second time on the arm, causing her to fall. Wow. Now, it gets interesting. At that time, my partner had a beer in his hand (laughs) (laughs) and was beating him over the head with a beer bottle. Holy crap. And I was able to get up, she said. So, you've got to do what you've got to do. I'm just going to have another drink now (laughs) in case Harry the Dirty Alpaca comes Well, yeah, I know, yeah. (laughs) A sign, and then... Ten days later, Mrs. Struble's 78-year-old mother, Pat, was visiting the property and the two women were working in the garden. Harry was 20 metres away in the paddock when he suddenly reared up and jumped over the fence. From 20 metres away? <laughs> That's a big jump. That's a huge jump. He's a, he's a leaped tall buildings in a single bound. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a 20-metre high fence. Maybe. No, no, 20 metres away. Yeah, wow. That's a big jump. That's a massive jump. Yeah. His, his legs are like coiled springs, you know? Steel springs. So much rage. Yeah. So much rage. What was that movie? What are these legs? Steel springs. Yeah, that was um, that was Gallipoli. Chapters of Chariots of Fire? No, Gallipoli. Okay. Gallipoli, Gallipoli, yeah. There you go. I knew you'd know. All right. It's not this, a horror movie, so you, well, know, you, you might have seen it. Yeah, well, this is what happens to Mr. Struble. It's a bit of a horror movie. Mr. Struble tried to guide him back towards the gate when things escalated. As soon as he got to the gate, he just reared up and smashed me into the ground very violently. Man. He bit me on both arms, and after I instinctively turned over, he bit me on the back of the neck and started to trample me. Gee whiz. So they've already tried the beer bottle on him. Yeah. He trampled my shoulder with his hoof, and at this point, my mum was beating him with a broom. Get away from my daughter! Get off him, you, you creep! <laughs> she got him away and told me to run. The two women managed to get away from the angry alpaca momentarily. Right. But then he bailed them up in the corner against the house. Well, he just did another 20 metre jump. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. How far does a 78 year old grandmother run <laughs> <laughs> while carrying a broom? <laughs> You know, unless she's Hermione Granger or you know, Maggie Smith, you know, uh, you know, Professor McGonagall, she's probably not going to be able to do much on a broom all that quickly. <laughs> well, it escalated. Miss Stribble and her mother More? began. Yeah, Miss Stribble. Well, well, a broom's not cutting it. Then Dirty Harry pulled out his magnum. <laughs> no, Mrs. Stribble and her mother began trying to beat him away with a broom and a rake. <laughs> They've escalated. It's gone he from chased a beer him bottle. into the garden shed. It's gone from a beer bottle. <laughs> yeah, the garden shed. They've got whatever implements we've got. <laughs> This went on for about half an hour. Holy no, crap. Sorry. This went on for about an hour and a half. Oh, no way. So nearly as long as that YouTube video, the cucumber <laughs> catch you show me. Maybe they should have thrown a cucumber behind him. Great idea. Yeah. Like, Peter didn't chase him into the veggie patch. <laughs> they could just drop the cucumber next to him. <laughs> I said to mum, uh, at this stage, he was bleeding out of his nose. Wow. I said to mum, oh, no. Poor Harry. <laughs> And he was really concerned that, and I was really concerned that Harry was bleeding out of his nose. Gee whiz. Mum was sort of looking at me like, stuff, poor Harry. We're just about to get killed here. Yeah. He was spitting blood and everything at us and rearing up at the same time. His eyes looked totally demented like his eyes were totally mad. So we just screamed and screamed and screamed. Luckily, those screams were heard by a concerned neighbour on the other side of a major highway who called the police. Yeah, hello, hello, triple zero. What's your emergency? Uh, my next door neighbours are getting chased by a big black alpaca. They're hitting it with a rake. It's not backing down. <laughs> Send someone fast. Yeah. Well, Sergeant Laurie Seaton was one of the two officers who attended the scene. As we drove past the house, I looked out and could see this large alpaca and two ladies holding shovels above their heads. It's escalated. It escalated again. They've gone to something a bit more concrete. Wow. A shovel. I thought, you don't see that every day. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't cover this in police school. That's right. As I jumped out of the car and came around the veranda, the alpaca turned his attention off the ladies and came straight at me. (laughs) So what do you reckon Laurie pulled out? Taser. Tell me he tasered him. Doesn't actually say. No. (laughs) All it says is... The policeman eventually the policeman eventually managed to frog march the alpaca back into the paddock, much to the relief of the Struble ladies. Right. 
So, uh, Mrs. Stribble says, we believe he was just a rogue alpaca. Yeah, right. We wouldn't have survived without the police. We wouldn't have been able to keep fighting. Gee whiz, tax, tax dollars at work. Now, one thing that it doesn't say there, Lewis, that I want more information on... Yes. ...is what clothes were the Struble ladies wearing? Were they wearing some sort of an alpaca garment? Oh. You know, maybe he's sitting there saying, I am not going to be your stooge. I am not... Did he feel, did Harry the alpaca feel like they were taunting him by wearing alpaca hair clothes. Oh, or maybe maybe he was just being a bit amorous if they were wearing the alpaca suit. And and they that, weren't responding that, to his advances. Yeah, that, it, yeah it was it, wearing the alpaca, the beautiful, fine wool alpaca jumper. Yes, right. And he was like, oh, hello, the ladies hello, are in there. Hello, ladies. <laughs> and there's two ladies too, <laughs> you know. And he's got a selection of them. But, but why are they hitting me? Please stop hitting me. I'm just... Oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. So, another one down the list, mate. We've had dingoes, wombats. Yes. Uh, alpacas. Alpacas. All the animals you find in Australia. They're, they're Mammals all... other. Exactly. Mammals no. other. Platypus. Yeah, with, with, yes. its, with its little uh, little poisonous yes. barb on its on its yeah. back leg. Yeah, alrighty, wow. Mate. So, um, then uh, what I wanted to talk about is a little bit more, you know, huggy and cuddly and that sort oh, of stuff, nice, mate. Nice. Is that um, you know, sort of sort of bring it back to you know everyone going, oh, isn't that cute? We have had it has been puppy central at our clinic this week. Have you had an inundation with puppies at the moment? We tend to get a pretty good stream where we are. Yeah, rightio. I'm not sure if the uh, you've got a lot of young. Uh, sort of couples, I suppose, and perhaps they're at that age of life where we do just see, see, tend to see a lot of puppies. Fur babying. I yeah, wouldn't yeah. say it's surrogate child increase. You reckon yeah. it's Christmas, maybe? I, I don't know if it's Christmas, but we have had a big increase in little puppies, and they've been of all shapes and sizes. We have Italian greyhounds, we've had uh, little Japanese spitzers, dachshunds, we've had right. French bulldogs, yep. you know, Cute. all sorts of. Oh, mate. It where's, is, where's the Instagram spam, mate? You should have been hitting it all over the Instagram. Yeah, I know. I, keep, I, 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 I never have my phone with me, but I'd see, I, I keep thinking, oh, hang on, do I do it? And my nurses are too slow on getting the photos, so. We'll try and get a few more, a uh, few more next time. But it's been, yeah. um, but the good thing is that people are coming in and we're getting their, you know, getting their vaccinations sorted out, and, and so then that way, uh, especially for um, like people are getting really responsive, and I'd like to think it's from the podcast, really responsive about the importance of early socialisation. Yeah, um, and I and I thought, you know, especially at this time of where some people might be getting puppies around this time of the year, and obviously as they're because they're our listeners, Lewis, they'll be doing all the right things, but um, of how important it is with that early socialization of trying to get those puppies exposed to all those things so then that way we're giving them the the best chance of not having uh setting up problems in their minds as they get older you're spot on mate you know the the really crucial time for the socialization is anything up to about well you know sort of 12 weeks of age yeah that's when it's really important to have lots of good experiences with different people different other dogs that's why puppy school is so good because yes. if you're in a high parvo virus risk area you can mix with similar age dogs that are similar low risk of parvo virus yeah in a low risk parvo virus environment um and but yeah in that period that socialization period you know before 12 weeks of age they've got to see lots of different you know ages of people yep. different ethnicities of people yes. they've got to see the person with the walking stick the person you know the zimmer the frame the framey yeah, things yeah yep. the, the the wheelchair yep you know they ideally see the tram if you're in melbourne see the cars buses whatever it is they're going to see when yes. they're older it's really good to get them out there and make it a good experience. Involve treats, highly valued food, yep. res highly valued resources, something they love that they're really banging and willing to eat. If they seem a bit nervous, back away from that, that, that thing they're scared of and come back from a distance with lots of food rewards so they associate with good things happening. Yeah. Good, mate. I love that. Yeah. So um, so anyone that's going out there to try and uh, that, that's that's getting a puppy, we'll link through with um, our puppy socialisation uh, pod that we did previously. But if anyone's got any questions or anything like that that they want to ask us, they're not sure, hit us up on our uh, on the email address at twovetstalkpets at gmail.com or Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You know, it's really, really important. I always say to people that there's, there's no such, thing as a silly question when you've got puppies and kittens because really you do only have a very narrow window of time before oh sorry a narrow time before that window is closed 
So you really want to make sure you give yourself the best chance to uh, give them the best the best opportunities as they grow. Exactly, mate. And, well, you know, there's no such thing as a silly question when you've got a podcast as well because we're always looking for content. Absolutely. Yeah. Content's a great yeah. thing, yeah. And, and that, that socialisation episode, do you remember that when that was? You put you on the spot there. Oh, that wasn't episode 41? It was. Ep- <laughs> <laughs> Everything's episode 41. <laughs> episode 1. That was, was episode, our very first episode. Was that the first one, was yeah, it? the tinny one when we... Oh, wow. Yeah, so oh, there gee, you go. We'll have to go back and check the audio audio on that one, see if you can actually understand it. Audio is terrible. We will do <laughs> socialisation again one day. Yeah, though, yeah because it is an important topic. But if anyone's got anything specific, questions, hit us up for it. We'd love to, I'd love to answer your questions. So, Fantastic. And then uh, I believe it's time for In Memoriam, mate. Oh, look, we might touch on that next week. I reckon okay, hit no up dramas. with a disclaimer, mate. We've got a big, uh, a big topic that we need to need to cover. So uh, all advice on the show is generally nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if we've missed anything or if you need any clarification or if you're being extorted by a strange robot voice. What do you got, mate? <laughs> so, look, we uh, this this podcast comes out is coming out on the twenty eighth of uh, of December, so we're right before New Year's Eve. Yes. So I want to talk about what happens at New Year's Eve, mate. The big thing, the crackers, the bangers, the fireworks. Firework phobia. Yeah. Really, really common in in dogs and any cats as well. Yeah. Um. And 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 uh, just want owners to you know to to get some information on it. And you still got time to get to your vet if you need need to do it. But let's let's just go. So, fireworks phobia. Obviously, there's uh, there can be a whole spectrum of, of responses from, from dogs or cats. Right. It can be anything from a really mild response to some dogs or cats that are severely affected by it. Yeah. Right. Uh, the signs, uh, you know, they vary a little bit. So in dogs. Um, we can have anything like uh, a lot of drooling. Uh, we can have uh, urinating or pooing inside right. the house, you know, uh, house soiling. Uh, Vocalisation, so barking, howling, whining, getting upset with it. Um, in severe cases, you can get dogs becoming destructive. Right. So dogs that will destroy things around the house, inside the house. Like r- ripping up doors, ripping up carpets, chewing couches, yeah. you know, um, grand's old rug. Spot on. Or if yeah. they're outside, even being destructive to try and get inside. So yes. at, at often often it's um, at entry or exit doors we find a lot of damage. Yeah, right. And they get so distressed, these dogs, that they can you know get to the point where they injure themselves. They cut themselves, they cut their nails, they rip cut their, their nails teeth. nails off. They yeah. rip their teeth. Out. Yes. I've seen dogs with teeth ripped out, yeah. so so it can be really bad. I guess other signs are more mildly they can be trembling or pacing around, or, or some dogs freeze. Yep, you know don't don't move. Hiding, um, hypervigilance is what a term I like to use. Yes, just really moving around and, and on, aware, edge. on edge, on, on edge, on edge, aware of every noise and scanning the environment, yep. seeing, seeing what what what's going on. Um, Escaping is a really big one, right? Every year, mate, you know, uh, New Year's Day, yeah. the pounds are full of dogs that have, that have escaped, jumped the fence, got so freaked out. Yep. They've, they've, if, uh, you know, they've, they've dug under the fence, they've jumped yep. over the, the, the high fence, they've just run off and we end up with them pounds at vets, you know, just stray dogs. So we actually had that with Rosie a couple of years ago. Right. You know? Yeah. And, um, and the fireworks were uh, a long way away. They were mm. probably four k's away, and um, we went for a walk down to go and watch them from two kilometres away. Yeah. Um, but Rosie still took off. Yeah. Right. Jumped, jumped, jumped the fence, took off, and uh, as it turned out, was found by a uh, family of vets that live behind us. Oh, perfect. So that's how what you good want. is that? Yeah, yeah. That's what you want. Yep. Good, good, mate. How's she now? Is she still a bit phobic? Oh, yeah, still, still terrible. But oh, I'm, listen uh, up. Loading, loading her up with uh, with something that you're probably going to be covering later what on would in that preparation be, for a little bit of Zilkeen yes, ready to go. Yeah, nice. That's certainly one thing we'll talk about. We love it, but but we'll talk a bit more in a minute. So, yes. Uh, other signs, um, you know, occasionally you see vomiting in dogs. Yeah. Um, sometimes you can they can become aggressive. Right. So they can actually bite owners or and it's more if owners are trying to restrain them. So go, go on, you'll be okay. Yeah. Just settle down. Yeah. Stay on your mat. What's yeah. wrong? Don't escape. Don't jump the fence. I'll grab you. Or yep. you know, stop running around. Or you know, pacing, being hyper vigilant. And that's when they can just get so freaked out that they just snap and and, and bite at owners. Yeah. So, um, and I guess often owners more I see 
owners when they're concerned about the active responses, you know, the dogs being, you know, active or jumping the fence or being aggressive or vomiting. Yeah, right. Um, and it's less likely that I see owners who say, my dog just hides. Yeah. But essentially the fear response inside the dog could be the same. Yes, yeah. Just So so it's really important that you do treat both the dog that's that's uh, actively fearful yep. as well as the dog that's passively fearful, shall we say. And similar with cats. Cats, you know, they're... The main thing is they hide and escape yep. is, is the two things they'll do. So owners are even less likely to notice that cats got an issue um, unless it's really, really severe. Yeah, right. Um, and, the, you know, the cat hides and it won't come out for, for days or weeks yeah, you know, okay. uh, after an incident. Um, we don't, I guess we don't really know what causes uh, firework phobias in, in, in dogs or cats. Certainly right. um, if they've had a fright from a firework at some stage, um, you know, that, that could set them up that, you know, any firework in the future will, will scare me and, yep. and, and that can certainly happen. Like an associated uh, issue. Like, so they've had something's been wrong and they've they've heard this bang. Maybe they've got a sore leg or something like that and they jump up and they've, they've sort of misappropriated the stimulus of the, or the interact, or the, yeah, the stimulus of the, of the firework yep. that makes them go, well, hang on, now that hurt me. So when I hear it again, I'm worried I'm gonna, something else is yeah, going to hurt. Yeah, or, or even, you know, been, you've been out for a walk and you've walked down to park. Fireworks have happened to go off quite close to you. Yeah. But now, like you said, with Rosie, even with the fireworks in the distance, yes. we're sort of associating that loud bang close up with, with, with the sounds that associate w- with the distance. Um, we do sometimes see other noise phobias associated uh, uh, with fireworks. Um, you know, sometimes they've got thunderstorm phobias as yep. well. Sometimes it's a car backfiring or yep. the bus noises, truck noises. Yep. Sometimes they have separation anxiety that, that, that goes with it as well. So be aware if your dog's got some other anxieties that it may also have these firework phobias yeah, a, 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 right. as well. Some, you know, there's some thought that there is a heritability to it. As right, in, okay. Yep. Um, you know, there are certain lines of dogs that are noise sensitive, like your shepherds, your collies, yep. um, some of the herding breeds of dogs, and even some of your gun dogs, surprisingly. Yeah, okay. They can have some noise sensitivities to, to, to fireworks as well. Yeah, right. And, and I guess it's more common, you know, it's thought that if mum and dad were maybe phobic to fireworks, yep. then, you know, perhaps more likely to have offspring that are... That annoys that annoys phobic as well, and I guess that goes to the what we were talking about um previously as far as anxieties and things and that genetic heritability that we see with those phobia uh, or anxiety issues that it does stand to reason that if you've got a mum and dad that get it. You, 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 the, the offspring are going to be a Monty to be at risk for it. Yeah, more, like, more likely to get it. It's not, it's not a slam dunk sort of thing that yeah. mum and dad have got it. You'll definitely get it, but there's a higher chance, I think, that, yeah. that, that they're going to pass it on to you. Yeah, we see it in younger dogs more commonly, but also we see it in older dogs. And it's often associated with uh, you know dementia or doggy dementia or dog simers or some, yep. some cognitive decline in those, yeah, right. in, in those older dogs. Do you think in those ones that it's that they lack the ability of being able to reason through the stimulus that's presented to them and so therefore they can't actually cognitively realize okay that noise is something that i don't have to worry about do you think that's the link there of where those dogs do start to have trouble yeah i, I sort of wonder you know it's multifactorial it may be that the the, the messages are scrambled in the brain that yep. they're getting and that that really freaks them out you know there might be some link to maybe they're losing their hearing a little right, bit yep. so when they do hear something it just really you know it's quite loud and does really sort of freak them out so they go geez I, I haven't heard anything in six months and then yeah. suddenly suddenly the only thing i hear is the end of the world yeah, yeah, it, it may be. Um, so, um, yeah, it's really, really, I don't know exactly what yeah. happens, but we certainly see a subset of older dogs that, that suddenly develop. Um, and I did have a behaviourist that I worked with a long time ago who said the best thing, and I'm not sure if this rings true, but the best thing that could happen to an older dog that's scared of thunderstorms or fireworks is they eventually go fully deaf. Right, okay. And that's probably a cue, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they go blind as well, then it's even better, you yeah. know. I yeah, guess, yeah, you know. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got just the thing for you, Mrs. Yeah, Mrs. Brown. The yeah. only we need to do is take your dog's eyes and make it deaf. And, yeah. then, and then it won't be thunderstorm phobic. Uh, is there anything else? Well, maybe. Yeah, and if you're worried about them escaping, we can amputate all four legs as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it vomits as well. Can you stitch its mouth shut? <laughs> I sure can. Yeah, there's solutions. We've got the solutions how on are we the gonna, make it, How are we going to get food in? That's where I can get Dr. Clint Udelman in to put a G-tube in. That'd great be great. stuff. Yeah, and a call to stop the diary. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, wow. So, uh, 
So, uh, you know, it used to be in the past, uh, if there are any vet nurses out there, that we've got a lot of vet nurses listeners. Yeah. Um, and puppy schools, we used to run puppy schools and it used to be really common to play firework sounds okay, yep. to the puppies in the in the puppy school. And, and the theory was that, you know, you're desensitising them to the loud noises and, 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 um, and, and, potentially preventing them from having fireworks problems in the future. Yeah, right. But what we have found is there's a potential to actually sensitise the dogs oh. to that if it's not done really, really perfectly. Right, you know, okay. With each dog individually and monitoring their responses. So we do actually these days do not recommend playing, you know, vacuum cleaners, fireworks, thunderstorm sounds during puppy school. Right. It should be a nice experience, really more about socialisation, which which we've already already touched on. Yeah, right. Uh, is there a place then for doing that? And you're probably going to cover this later on, so wave me off if you are, about using those sound effects CDs at home then if you're not doing it at the um, at puppy class? Certainly. They're, they're, we, we'll talk about a bit later, yeah. but there is part of the treatment aspect and this is you know we're, we're you know three or four days out from from new year's eve it's not yep. to do now yes um but but certainly the, you know, there's some thought that that can help some dogs yeah right. and possibly cats with with future sort of management or treatment of yeah them. right cool we'll touch that so i guess diagnosis is is usually pretty obvious firework goes off we <laughs> see freaks clin- out <laughs> we see clinical signs yeah. <laughs> but you know look if owners are i really think i need to run a blood test <laughs> in order to confirm this yeah or get clinton to run some ultrasound yes absolutely <laughs> <laughs> Clint, just uh, left field question: Have you have you done many scopes on firework phobic dogs just to check if everything's okay? <laughs> oh, well, there was once. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he does that. No, no. So. Uh, you know, sometimes I guess some owners might be a bit uncertain, particularly if they're the passive behaviours. Yes. Where the cat's hiding or it's, um, you know, or the dog's just freezing. Yeah. Um, so sometimes a video can help as well, you know. I love getting sent a video. Yeah, good. Um, uh, of your pet. Uh, doing things just let me clarify how, how about that. jumping away from a cucumber do you like getting sent those videos <laughs> yeah only if it's short <laughs> short video each, each, each video is short but it's just when there's 36 of them it adds up to a very long time short video not a short cucumber <laughs> Size doesn't matter, mate. It all depends on how quickly you sneak it up. And you should believe that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. Um, and so I guess the number one thing is is safety man- management. Yes. Um, you've got to consider... Keep them safe. Exactly. Consider the fireworks pets. won't be there forever, so keep them safe during the short period of time. Exactly. And so often you know the nights that there's going to be fireworks. You know, it's it's Australia Day in Australia or it's uh, New Year's Eve here. Guy Fawkes Night yeah, in, Guy, uh, in in UK. Yeah, yeah, or July the 4th, um, whatever. What's that one called? Yeah, Indep- in uh, is that Independence Day? It is Independence Day. That's no, that's a from- movie. Yeah, it was still on the fourth July. <laughs> this is—I remember Bill Pullman. This is our Independence Day. Did you watch that one, or were you a bit scared of that one too? Is those that nasty a horror, aliens? Is that a horror movie? <laughs> well, Will Smith did punch an alien in the head and say, "Welcome to Earth." Oh, that's okay. That wasn't bad. Love Will Smith. He doesn't do horror. Surely he doesn't do horror. <laughs> I don't know, that movie you did with his kid was pretty horrible. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. What was that one called? Uh, something Earth. I oh. can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no pretty good. horrible. No, 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 a bit stinky. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, he was good in, uh, uh, liked him in, uh, what was that movie? Was it The High School? Uh, the TV show in The High School? Oh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, loved him in there. Yeah, yeah. Can't go back from there. It's great. <laughs> Fantastic. Anyway. He peaked early. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, you keep them safe. You know, if, they, if you know your pet's going to escape, you know, keep them inside. Um, keep them somewhere that they're not going to injure yourself. Stay home with them. Yes. Don't go out. Don't go to your big party. You know, I think the dog will be fine. I've, I've locked it in the, in the kennel. Yeah. I've locked it out the back. It's going to be fine. I've yeah, sure. tied it up. Oh, yeah. oh, you know. It's tied it up and, you know, they, they, they can get so freaked out they hang themselves. Yes, so, absolutely. So, yeah. you know, really avoid that sort of thing. Don't leave them alone. Don't leave them outside, please. Please stay with them. Don't, you know, careful if you're restraining them. If they're yeah. getting stressed, sure, keep them safe. But but they might might be aggressive towards you. Don't leave them in a crate. If they're going to get stressed, they can really do a lot of damage yes, to yep. themselves. And look, it might be a bit late now, but ensure the microchip details are up to date. Yeah, good you point. Know, you got you know, they got the microchip on board, so if they do escape, you, you can hopefully get them get them back to you. Management-wise, it's difficult because we're so close to the time it's going to happen. We haven't got a lot of time frame to to warn people, but yes, but but certainly. Um, 
don't punish them if they're upset, yep, if they're anxious. Yep. Don't tell them off. They, um, you know, if you punish them, it's likely to make them worse. Yeah. Um, because not only are they fearing the fireworks that are going on, but they're fearing what you're going to say to them. Yeah. Or, or tell them off, or you're going to yell them as well. Just more negativity, negativity, negativity. Yeah. Exactly. More, more, more. Just increasing their anxiety and worry about about what's going to happen. Yeah. If um, we myth busted the other week about cuddling during thunderstorms. Yes. And certainly you can do that during fireworks. You are not going to make them worse. Yeah. But only if they're enjoying it. Only if it's calming them. Only if it's helping them. Yeah. If they're trying to get away from you or they're getting aggressive, let them go. Let them go. Be free. Let them be free. Yeah. Perhaps not so free that they escape. Yeah. But free to do what they want to do. You've got to Elsa that stuff. What? Elsa. Elsa. From Frozen. Thank you for the... Let it go, mate. Let it go. Are you singing? Let it go. Here I stand. That's a Camille will love that. Yeah, she yeah. will. She will. She's let a the world share. The, uh, the world never bothered me anyway. Da, 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 da. Yeah, the good mate, good stuff. That's thank that's you. fantastic. That, that'll it's go. Been more Moana lately, right? Oh Moana. yeah, yeah. 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 That's got a lot of song. yodeling, yodeling in it. Moana, of, yeah, hasn't it? No, Moana's no, the, the one song? where they're under the sea. Oh, oh, well, well, oh the, how do they sing under the sea? Yeah, under the sea. Sorry, keep going. All right, I don't know where we are. So avoidance. Yes, it's possible. If 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 at all possible, really hard, I suppose. If you you know there's no there's going to be fireworks, but maybe you know travel overseas. <laughs> Is that helpful? Just just on a plane yeah. and try and avoid New Year's Eve at the time. At the time, yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. Stress Solved. of being in a plane versus stress of being at home. Solved. <laughs> no, maybe I don't know. Maybe if you got someone who lives in the country, yeah, you know, you send the dog there just for New Year's Eve and Australia Day. That that's that's a possibility. But but then uh, you know, a soundproof room. Yes. Really good. Yep. Often uh, it's the laundry or the bathroom, and they seem to really love going in those rooms. Yeah. Put them in there. Stay with them in there. Turn up the, uh, the music loud. Yep. You know. Uh, put uh, turn up the music loud in the room they're in, or maybe a different room. Oh, whatever works. Mate. Whatever works. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't really care. Yeah. Try in the room with them. Yeah. You yeah. Know, all you're trying to do is drain out the sound. Yeah. Doesn't really matter if it works in another room. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, whatever cool. floats your boat. Whatever helps the dog. Really. Yeah. Um. So you know, put a fan on. Something. Yeah. The white noise. White whatever. Noise. It is that, yes. that seems to be helping. Um, earmuffs, some dogs actually tolerate earmuffs. Wow. Yeah. Right. There yeah. you go. Nice yeah. one. So pop those on or your earplugs, whatever. If your dog tolerates it, fantastic. Yeah, go, right. floats your boat. So, and some dogs are really like a, a, they're a wrap, a tight fitting coat, yep. thunder shirt, uh, anxiety wraps you can buy, commercial yes. sort of things. If your dog seems to be one of those, put it on. Yep. Do it, definitely. One thing I do with uh, with Rosie when we've got her inside is that we draw the curtains. Yeah, yes. so, so so then they're not seeing the, the the lights flashing. You know, try and sort of uh, you know, still have so the light the blinds drawn, but then the lights on in the room. So then there's yep. not that light differential because even if you draw the blinds and it's dark, yep. they'll still see the flashing from yeah, outside. Good. So I turn the lights on inside and then draw the curtains right L- down. Love it, mate. Yeah, draw the curtains so you don't see the flashing. Yeah, yeah, love that. It's, and the flashers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know what you're like, Kirk. Slam dunk that yeah, one yeah. too, mate. I got my name right. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I just thought for the police there, you know, especially yeah. the ones that are going to come and arrest you. You know, Maybe that, oh, no. no I've never done that. Let's not go there. I've never done that. Let's not go there. Dolphin's last episode, we're not going down to flash <laughs> this episode. No, we are not. No, we're not. If, if you got... If your dog's got a mild anxiety, something like just just doing something fun with your dog really helps them. Yeah, you know, okay. playing a game with them, distraction. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Something fun that they really love doing. If it maybe is a walk. Yep. And some dogs just get so excited with a walk, and they don't seem bothered by the sounds while they're on the walk. Yeah. Take them for a walk. Yeah. Right. If it's worse on the walk, don't take them for a walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's what what works for an individual dog. But inside, playing games with them, fetch. You know, chasey, whatever they like doing, hide and seek. Yep. Um, you know, Mario fit. Kart. Yeah, that's right. Fortnite. Yep. Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, candy Crush with those candy iTunes crush. vouchers. That's you're going right. to get the yeah. ATO. <laughs> Whatever they want to do. Actually, I had a client the other day come in with their cat yeah. and said that their cat was on level 40 of some cat game on the iPad. Oh, yeah, the, the one where the cat's got to, got yeah. to whack, the, whack the fish. Yeah, is that good? Level 40? I guess. Sounds good. Yeah. So, well, we're on sounds, sounds episode awesome. 41 twice. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> level 40 sounds pretty good. That's right, yeah. Mm. Anyway. So you can do that. You can play your iPad game with exactly. your Exactly. If that distracts them, go for it. Whatever works. Whatever works for them. And then, of course, we talk about medications and supplements, which we've already touched on our favourite one, Zilkeen, which is, which is really 
really good. You know, cats and dogs, um, you probably want to start them today. Yes. Three or, two or three days out. So go to your vet today. Go down to your, your, your pet shop, wherever you can get some Zilkeen. Get it into your cat or dog now. Get them started on it. And on that, we actually had a visit at our clinic from uh, Anthea, the uh, the rep from uh, Vet Kinol. Yes. Talking about Zilkeen. You got the brown paper packet, mate, as well, did you? Well, she bought me me a 21st birthday cake, which is quite nice. Which is great. It was a lovely little sponge cake number. So thank you very much, Anthea. It was fantastic. Was it as nice as the chocolate mousse that Clint brought? Chocolate mousse cake. Chocolate mousse cake was pretty bloody good. It was yeah. nice, wasn't it? <laughs> it was not, not putting in Anthea's effort a 21st cake. It was very good. Love yeah. it. Um, Anthea was struggling trying to light the birthday candles on there. Was yeah. there 21 on there? Yeah, there wasn't, but it said happy 21st on there. And all the nurses are looking going, what in the hell's going on here? And I go, it's all right, guys. It's an inside joke. You don't know? they listen? They don't listen. Oh, they they do. But, you know, I think that was that, that was something that sort of went under there. Because, you know, they... they We'd had the birthday cake for my actual birthday. And they're like, oh, well, why are you having another birthday yeah. cake now? And does she really think you're 21? I mean, they thought I was trying to pull the wool over her eyes. Just going, yeah, actually, I'm like, <laughs> I'm Doogie housing yeah. it, you know. But all, all the stress from uni's made all my hair fall out. Oh. So, um, so uh, Anthea was saying that on the times of when there's a lot of stress, actually giving them a double. Yes. You know, get, hit, hitting them up with two capsules. Yeah, an extra dose. Yep, yeah, certainly. I think uh, maybe overseas there's a higher dose. Um, sort of threshold for it that that that, that sort of helps. So yeah, um, certainly yeah. I think it's it's um it's certainly tolerant to to increase the dose if you feel like you're because not it is effects. so safe. So yeah. if you do have them on Zilkeen, there's nothing wrong with then doubling them up at that time before the yeah. So halfway through the day or you're at eight o'clock on the 31st of December, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, why not? An extra little warm glass of milk just to chill about. Why not? Yeah, good. And, and while you're having a Kahlua yourself, you know, if you're, you know, if that's, if that's what floats your boat, you know. Yeah, good, New good. Year's Eve. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, yeah. Before you sing Old Lang Syne. <laughs> do you know that one, mate? I do. Yeah? But I don't sing it. Oh, come I, on. I, I, I prefer for the Moana. Sing, you know? The singing vet. What's on Moana? What's, uh, the, what's the go-to? Well, my, my, my personal favourite is the one where it's the big, um, you know, um, Flight of the Concords. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, so yeah, you Jermaine, play this for me. So Jermaine Clement uh, is the voice of Tamatoa the Crab. And he right. sings a, a great little number called Shiny. Mm-hmm. So Tamatoa hasn't always been this glam. I was a drab little crab once. Now I know I can be happy as a clam because I'm beautiful, baby. There you go. There you go, listeners. The singing. I'll put the link through to the to the the film clip. It's it's awesome. I love it. Why don't we do like you singing the whole thing? Because that would be crap. That would be like like us watching five minutes of uh, of cats jumping off cucumbers, except even more painful. We could send it to Bob Evans. I don't. I don't think we should. Otherwise, he might not. He might not respond to us on Twitter. All right. All right. I'll cover that in a sec. Yeah. So and um, as well as the Zilkeen, we've got Adaptal, which is yes. a pheromone. Um, that that's calming as well. Um, it's, it comes as a collar or a spray yep. version or a diffuser. And then for cats, you've got the Feliway. Yeah, Feliway's so great. Yeah, Feliway, um, and, and really helpful for those stressful times. Again, it's a diffuser or, a, uh, you know, you can spray spray it around the house. Yep. Um, and they're all over the counter. So really, easy, certainly in Australia, really easy to get. Go down to your pet shop, go down to your vet, get them fired up, get started now. Get them on it now. Yeah. Yeah, but if your dog or cat is a bit more moderate in the severe category, Really, you need to go to your vet and have a chat about medications. You know, yep. we've got lots of options available to us now. Yep. In the past, the big go-to was uh, ACP. ACP. Ac- yep. Yep. Acetylpromazine, a tranquilizer. Acepromazine. Yep. If you've got the little yellow pill at home and you're giving that to to your dog, please stop. Yep. We do not recommend it anymore. And why do we not, Lewis? Because all it does is scrambles their brain yep. and sedates them. Not sedates them, but immobilizes them is yes. the word I'm looking for. So they are sitting there seeming like they're calm because they're not doing anything, but they're actually getting all the input of the fireworks, but scrambled. And the noise and the lights. Exactly. And it's a, it's a, I think it's essentially like they're on a trip. Yes. No, they've taken the LSD and it's just over-simulating them even more, but they can't move at all. They can't move to help themselves cope with the anxiety. They can't get into that soundproof room. So if you are using Ace Promazine for your your dog or, or your cat for fireworks, please stop and go and chat to your vet. There are other medications that are available that are much kinder, much better with the anxiety lowering. The, you know, the things like uh, Trazodone, Clonidine, yep. Valium, Alprazolam. Tell your vet. 
these are the, the products that we, we, we need to be using. There are even other products available in other countries that hopefully are coming to Australia. Right. Now, our listeners, in the, in the, uh, certainly in the UK and the US, I'm not going to mention the medications because I'm not sure on the legalities of it all. Yeah, right. Um, but go to your vet and if they give you a product called ACP or acepromazine, say to your vet, is there another option? May we please have something else? Yes. I've tried that. It doesn't help. Yep. Be diplomatic. You know, I'm oh, certainly diplomatic. Or I listen to the Two Vets Talk Vets podcast. <laughs> That's right. Listen to episode 40. Oh, gee, oh, we 41 and a half. Yeah, yeah. 41 about slash 42. Yeah, 41 plus one. Yeah. So, so yeah, medication, a big, big go-to. And it's, it's good because it's one night. You can dose them up. You often need to trial them, though, to make sure you're getting the right dose. Yeah, that absolutely. Give to your dog that calms them. It's not too low a dose or it's not too high a dose. It's yep. somewhere in between. And also that the dogs aren't going to have a uh, an idiosyncratic reaction yeah. to it as well. That it's actually not gonna, then going to make them a little bit more excited or more agitated or aroused. Yeah. You're talking about Alprazolam, exactly. The, yeah. One of the, um, the medications we do use. In uh, uh, perhaps 10% of cases, it can actually make your dog excited. Yes, yeah. Instead of making them calm. So it is important to try it beforehand. But go to your vet. Have a chat to to them about it. Then, of course, longer term, which you mentioned earlier. Um, you know, we're running a little bit short on time. But but longer term, there is, a, you know, you can get a CD of, of fireworks um, or a download fireworks or even an app on your phone these days. Um, and, and, and the idea of that is you're playing at a really, really low level. Yeah. And you're doing something really fun with the dog it's yep. food related it's it's sitting sitting you know games and you know teaching you to drop and all sorts of things or running around the house chasing a toy playing with the ball and over time while they're not affected by it you gradually increase the level of that sound yeah um and the idea is then eventually you can have it full level full subwoofer mate yes fully six subwoofer exactly and 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 they're just going where's the treat Where's the ball? Where's yeah. the game? Um, but but there's a little bit of a a, um, a proviso with that in that a proviso a proviso is that a word? I say proviso. Proviso. You say I proviso. Know. I was proviso. That's fine. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I singing? Yeah, that's, that's not good. You're, you're even better than me. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm yeah. not. No, <laughs> I am not. So uh, that um, that the CD sounds doesn't always correlate to the real thing yeah okay so you're playing the sounds they're all relaxed and chilled with the sounds it doesn't unfortunately always mean that the dog when the real fireworks happen the dog's going to be chilled about it so you still need to do all the other things we've discussed but worth trying it yeah if you've got some time when there are no fireworks do the stuff and and and, and see how you go it's i guess you could almost look at it as an analogy of that you're trying to a dog's got a, a dog's got an attention bucket Right. Yep. And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to fill that attention bucket and that attention bucket can either be filled with the noise and the light and the stress and the fear of the fireworks or it can be filled with sit, stay, drop, roll over, have a treat, let's play with this, go and grab your ball, go and do that because if you're filling up its attention bucket with things that it is actually interested in doing, then it's not going to be as worried about that other stuff. Yeah, patent pending attention bucket. Like attention that, bucket, you like yeah, that? Yeah, like that. Patent pending two vets or pets. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to a behaviour uh, paper near you. Uh, that's right, exactly. All righty, all right. I think we are... We are running a bit short of time. Yeah, let's we, leave it there. We've um, got a mailbag. We did do a mailbag, mate. We did an exciting mailbag. Um, it came on, uh, we, we loaded it up a couple of weeks ago. So um, we were sent out a, um, or I did some trawling on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, and someone that I follow on Twitter, Bob Evans, um, was uh, talking about how uh, how... He was. It was a traumatic thing for his family. They were trying to put in a cat door for their cat, and uh, and I said, "Guess what, Bob Evans? Oh, my name's uh, Robbie Hannon from the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, and we'll cover this for you in a podcast." And I thought, "What better? Let's do it as a video." So you and I recorded the video. We've loaded it up on Facebook. So uh, go and follow the the link down in the show notes, um, or go and search for us on Facebook. Or I'll try and put a a link to it uh, on uh, on Twitter as well. And uh, you can go and have a watch and see what our response was. So how we tried to help uh, Bob with his uh, problem with his cat door. And who is Bob, mate? Someone special? Someone special in your life? Well, you know, I was uh, I was I was a, a, a a, a, 
an alternative rocker of the late nineties well, and early two thousands, yeah. and uh, and Bob may have been someone that I uh, was uh, a, a very big fan of. So, Tell uh, me more. So, uh, well, uh, he's a lead singer of Jebediah. Right. So, um, Boom. So, so, so many, many. Drop the mic. So, so yeah. Oh, mate. You know, I, I was in, I was mentioning this to um uh, on the weekend. I actually went to a, uh, a a rock show, hotter than hell, down at Frankston. I saw um Spider Bait and Magic Dirt and Body Jar play. All of whom were bands that I saw play at a festival that Jebediah were playing at, um, the uh, the Pushover Festival down in the old Docklands before it was all full of, raves. Yeah, no, it wasn't a rave. This was just a fantastic, uh, you know, alternative rock music. And uh, I was right up the front, and when they led into their song of leaving home, I was right up on the the barrier. Mm. That barrier moved forward a metre. It was insane. Such a great show, though. So I thought, how good's that? All these, all these many, many times of uh, of, of uh, hours and hours of joy that I've got from listening to to Bob sing. Maybe I could give something back. So hopefully Bob has listened to our video and uh, and 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 seen our help. And if he if he has, then fantastic. Maybe maybe we could send him a t-shirt, mate, that he could wear on stage. Would he well, he, well, interestingly, I've seen that he's going and playing at um, down the road from work in January with UMI. So I might actually go and uh, go go and see him go play there. Check him out. Will you send him a onesie? Would he wear a onesie? <laughs> Don't think he'd fit into it, and we go. We loaded Noodles the Daki up with our uh, little baby onesie, so that yeah, wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a onesie. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, eh? yeah. And, so, it's, and the one is off. It's gone off, off to the uh, the prince and princess. Oh, it's taken off. Yeah, yeah fantastic. I, yeah, it's, it's gone off. They're, they're probably wearing it right. Well, no, they haven't had the baby yet, but they're probably probably Megan getting it Merkel ready. Merkel might be wearing it. Yeah, yeah maybe, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we thought, you know, if you if there's a question or something you'd like us to uh, to to answer, and you want us to do a video. Send us Hit through. us up. Hit us up. Find us on uh, twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram. Follow the links. We'll do it. Do uh, answer your question on video as well. Why we, not? We will. We're trying to do a bit of video stuff so you guys know what we look like. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, um, hit us up on Patreon as well. Um, we always uh, really appreciate your support. Just keeps us ticking along. Um, so go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com um, and search for Two Vets Talk Pets and you can give us little as uh, just uh, two bucks a month, which is, what's that, what, 50 cents? 50 cents 50 an episode. Cents. And yep. if you're in America, it's probably like 30 cents an episode. <laughs> well, I think it's US anyway, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah oh, okay. US well, if you're yeah. New Zealand, it's probably like $5 an episode. So perhaps New Zealand listeners. But it's worth it. Yeah, it's so worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Coming all the way across the Tasman to you. And so, um, all right, guys, if you've got any questions, Robbie already said, find us on all the socials and uh, and we'll, we'll see you next week. Absolutely. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Ha- happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Right off the fireworks. Boom, ba-boom, 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 boom, 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 boom. Let's watch some more videos of cats get jumping off cucumbers. Great idea, mate. <laughs> see you next year, guys. Uh, yeah, bye. The video will still be going next year. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.